Hey, man, is that the Rock News Weekly Podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is Rock News Weekly. Every week, we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. All right, guys, we are live. It's time for the Rock News Weekly podcast. Chris here as well as Charles inside the garage. What's going on, Charles? hey Lots of things to talk about this week, so let's get to it. Uh, what what do we got in store for you guys this week? Lots to talk about, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so this week of March 21st, 2022, Season 4, Episode number 12, uh, we're going to be talking about Jack White calling on major record labels to start building vinyl pressing plants. We'll mm. hear his uh, plea on that. Huge tour announcements this week from Pearl Jam, Limp Biscuit, Robert Plant, and Roger Waters. A Nirvana track is back on the Billboard charts for the first time in over 30 years uh, because of the new Batman. Sharon Osbourne's uh, talking a lot about Ozzy's infidelities and drug abuse in her new book. Mm. Uh, so we'll get to all those stories and more. Plus, everything's up rocknewsweekly.com. You can subscribe for $3.99 a month. Anchor.fm slash rocknewsweekly slash subscribe. Google Podcast, Amazon Audible, however you listen, we're on it. Twitch.tv slash Rock News Weekly. Share the link, uh, share the channel with your friends. Mm-hmm. Also, we're on YouTube channel. We post everything we do on Twitch on YouTube as well uh, for you guys on demand. <clears throat> Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Rock News Weekly. Uh, so let's get to it this week. And, and. Yes. Uh, if three ninety nine is less than the cost of one like grande caramel macchiato at like <laughs> Starbucks. It's like next to nothing and you get to uh, listen to all of our special content. I mean, yeah, it's, we, it's we like got nothing. A, we got a bunch of uh, all of our interviews at Aftershock yeah. with bands, uh, like uh, all kinds of great interviews that we have on there from for the past couple years. And then all of our commercials, mm-hmm. those are all on demand for subscribers only. And you support this uh, the podcast, and uh, it's a great way to check that out. So it's like it's it's not even a, a gallon of gas. I know, right? Not even a gallon. It's of like gas. half a gallon of gas yeah. now. Yeah. I know, right? All right, so there you go. Check it out. Let's see. Uh, I'd like to hear about Joyce Choiceless. When you have a chance, Charles, can we get an update? <laughs> oh, well, we that's... have a Joyce Choiceless fan. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. We will get to some Joyce Choiceless updates. I believe we do have some news on her. Joyce Choiceless and Royce Choiceless. Royce. I, Royce. I haven't heard about Royce. Royce Choiceless is Joyce Choiceless' oh, husband. Oh, wow. Okay. Royce no Choiceless. Kidding. Royce and Joyce Choiceless for the voiceless. Please tell me he uh, drives a Rolls Royce. He, ri- he drives a Rolls Royce. <laughs> Royce. Royce Choiceless in his Rolls Royce. Here comes Royce. Royce Choiceless in his Rolls Royce. He calls it his Royceless. <laughs> Did you know he has a list? Oh, my God. Because he drives his Royce, his Rolls Royce. No kidding. Yes. All right, past uh, weekend here, uh, how, however you guys are listening, uh, 18th of March, uh, Babe Heaven, Charlie XCX, Mateel, Midlake, Rosalia, Sonic Youth, Yumi Zuma all came out with some new albums and coming up here. Georgia Gothic. Uh, yeah. Uh, Georgia Gothic. We got new stuff from Weezer. Okay. Weezer is uh, going to be their first part of their four things. They're releasing a new EP on every uh, new season date mm. this year. So uh, spring is coming up on March 20th, though, so they're putting that out. Gotcha. 
Debo. Hey guys, tell Lalo I tuned in. Debo2412, thank you for the follow earlier too, Debo. Thank you uh, for following the channel. Yeah, We'll make sure to let Lalo know. Uh, Lalo's missed. He's not here today. I guess he's catching up on some sleep. Poor dude's exhausted. So Three, three hours, man, and then Sergio's yeah. really put, putting him to work and making him... Yeah, he's training really hard, right? boxing machine. Yeah, He's a fine-tuned boxing machine. I mean, you used to see those kids working out. Um, oh, I bet, man. Yeah, if uh, um, yeah, plugging Sergio's little business over here. We got to get like maybe a video. I'll put it up on the yeah. on the live stream sometime. Yeah, these kids are amazing. They transform like in in the in the span of a couple of months. They transform into like these beasts. That's awesome. It's just it's it's totally nuts. But you know, when you're when you're getting straight A's in school and going to school dances and. And you're um, living and the you're life living of an life active and teenager, you're man. Boxing, yeah, yeah, it, that's awesome, was, dude. Lalo was like, "I'm exhausted." I totally understand. Uh, well, he can watch this on demand and enjoy it. Uh, mm -hmm. Shout out to Lalo. Next time, Lalo, when you're here, we can hop on some Elden Ring. I got Elden Ring set up in here, so we can do a stream whenever you're back uh, and if you feel up to it. Mm -hmm. I want to get that on there as well. Uh, Five Dog actually posthumous album release uh, from Tribe Called Quest. Oh, uh, Five Dog passed away a number of years ago from diabetes uh, complications mm -hmm. and stuff, but he's got a new album that's coming out on the 22nd of March called Forever. So I'm really interested in hearing that uh, <laughs> it's not that's not going to be on there that <laughs> will not be on there uh 25th of march coming up we got some new stuff from Aldous harding barry uh buddy camp Co camp cope cowboy junkies uh destroyer fucked up Marin morris and placebo all have new albums out so check that out all right coming up tour news let's kick it off this week big announcement from uh, pearl jam for tour news did you see this charles i saw it uh, big announcement there. I we got a lot of it. dates in California, which is really cool for us. Uh, sorry, everybody else. But, man, we got San Diego, Los Angeles, Oakland. Two dates in Oakland, back-to-back, -back, May 12th and 13th. Uh, Save Our Center in Fresno on the 16th and Golden One on May 18th in Sacramento. Mm. They're also going to be at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas uh, on May 20th around Labor Day weekend. So maybe if you guys are checking that out around that time. Then they're going to Canada for four days. Uh, in September, then we got New York, New Jersey, Tennessee, Montana, Oklahoma, Colorado. So pretty mm. solid tour there from Pearl Jam. Heck yeah! Um, uh, you know what? Our Twitch users just uh, random shout out. If you try to, if you try to read people's comments on Twitch and you accidentally press the wrong button, it takes you into a nice little kind of crazy thing. Oh, and did you just go to down get, a rabbit hole? Yeah, I just went down a rabbit hole trying you to get back on. Look very distracted. I was like, damn it, get back! All right, so uh, check it out. Another tour announcement this week was from Limp Biscuit, the Still Sucks Tour. Uh, looks like they're going to be hitting up pretty much everywhere, oh. except for the West Coast. There's no West Coast dates here. Limp Biscuit. Uh, they're, they're kicking off April 28th, Tampa, Florida. Going Virginia, north uh, uh, a little bit to New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Uh, East Coast dates, pretty much. And then they go to Las Vegas on May 28th. Mm. Reno on the 29th, and then Ontario, California, finally, on the 31st. So we don't have any other dates in California. But look at one of the opening ask, uh, acts there, Young Gravy. Young Gravy. <laughs> good mm -hmm. old good old Young Gravy. He's a good old Young Gravy. Uh, Dying Wish, Wargasm UK, and Scowl. Yep. And then Snot, the original Snot guys. No way. Uh, from the 90s. That's yeah. kind of cool. Um, 
So that's mm-hmm. that's a pretty neat little tour, I guess. I need to know who Young Gravy is because I have no idea. All right, well, we need it, to check I, that out. I hope that you he's... You can pull it up, pull it up. I hope that he's pull some up sort on of... YouTube. I hope that he's some sort of hip-hop. All right, let me not he's go He's got to be, he's got to be. It's very interesting. It goes into the small mode, and then look at me. I'm, I'm hella old. I'm like, it goes into the small <laughs> mode. It goes in that, into the small mode I where it disappears, it and I can't get back there. All right, so you're going to find young, out young, okay, young Gravy. Y U N G. So, all right, so check right, that out. So in the y- meantime, so Young Gravy, check it out. Oh, you know who this is? Who oh, is my it? God, I totally know who this is. So, he's a five year old child who just eats gravy slowly. That is he's not like, who that he's, is. He's, he's morbidly obese. That is not, he sits that with is a not bowl Young Gravy. gravy. And that's all he does for an hour. That's the opening act. He just eats a bowl of gravy. No, I've actually, um, I've actually seen this guy. He's a, he's a like a hip hop artist, and um, he just recently, clean. <laughs> just recently did a song with a dude who sings that hella funny, makes that hella funny video. Um, ain't nothing to it, but to do it. Um, if you if you haven't seen that one, uh-uh. it's yeah, it's so this guy is he's like a, he looks basically like he's off of the '70s show. He does. He looks like, uh, like yeah. for people that can't see, they're listening on the podcast uh, as well as the video. We can't really show it right now. He just looks like kind of like a goofy, like almost mm-hmm. like a hippie kind of guy. Yeah. With like short kind of curly hair. See, look. See, this is what I'm talking about. Trying to get back on the Twitch. <laughs> there I'm you go. You old. did it. You did oh. it. Oh, you got it. Okay, I'm definitely old. I'm like, I'm trying to get back on look, the Twitch. I can't Twitch. do it. I just keep pushing it. Trying to get back on the Twitch. All right, let's move on. Um, yeah, so Young Gravy, um, Limp Biscuit, don't go see them. <laughs> <laughs> unless, no, you, unless you want to see I, a young child eating gravy. Yeah, yeah. And then some rock from the 90s. And I always kind of give Limp Biscuit crap, but, you know, they're, they're you know, I, it, hats off to them for doing what they live in their dream. It's just the last song... That we listen to you on the show, he actually starts it off with "Can I get a biscuit?" and it's just so depressing to hear how far he's fallen. <laughs> I don't think he's fallen that far, Charles. I he think he was it. pretty low to begin with. To he be was honest, pretty low. I don't think he was like way up there. To any, and he fell fell way down. I think he was already pretty low, right? He's like, mm, where can I go from here? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Some more tour news from Robert Plant. Uh, Going to be on tour. Ooh. Uh, Robert Plant and Susie Diane. I don't. I'm. I'm not sure who that is. Mm. Uh, but it's an 11k UK mini tour. So 11 date UK mini tour. So you guys can check that out in the UK. Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. Going to be doing that little side tour there. Mm. Uh, and that, also. Cool. He's going to be doing one with Allison Krauss in the United States. Okay. Uh, that are going to be in New York. Uh, where else? Are we seeing Allison Illinois. Krauss in at at uh, a Bonnaroo? Um, Allison Krauss at, at Aftershock? Yeah. No. no, no. She's not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> she's like a bluegrass artist. Damn it! She will not. But she's going to be at Bonnaroo. Oh, okay. See, that's yeah. the cool thing about Bonnaroo is um, they get all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. They've got they've got a it's little, little more hit people, rounded, well-rounded festival. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just straight up rock. And um, What's that? I mean, that would be a really chill show to see. But I feel like just from looking at it, that I I feel like I should. It's like a like a um, like a Renaissance festival. <laughs> it does. Like, they do look like a, a, a Renaissance band. Yeah, yeah I think uh, Robert Plant has a lute actually on his back. Yeah, and he actually starts dancing uh, like a, <laughs> a Pied Piper. 
<laughs> during most of the songs. Yeah. yeah. You're just watching them, and um, and you look over. And she's spinning around, and she has, like, a Celtic yeah. uh, a Celtic uh, thing, and she's just <laughs> spinning around. To your right is a talking candle, and you're like, oh, shit. And you look to your left, and it's Gimli the dwarf. And the, yeah, and then and there's uh, the Stonehenge dwarfs yeah. and dancing around it. Just dancing. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, He's really into If you're Lord into all that, stuff. you know, if, yeah. you, if you're into that, check it out. That's cool. Uh, Roger Waters, uh, check this out. Nice. Roger Waters for Floyd fans, uh, announcing a couple more dates. He already announced a bunch of dates, uh, so we're getting some in Sacramento on the 20th, 23rd, Ooh. San Francisco. Um, that's already happening. That's going to be a good one. Dope. But he also added some more dates this week, which was the announcement. Uh, Ohio, Arizona, and Texas all got another date. And the tickets for the new shows go on sale nice. Friday, March 25th, 10 a.m. So if you guys are interested in that. It's fun. Show. It's a fun show to see. I don't like how pretentious Roger Waters is, though, yeah. with that. The, the creative genius of Pink Floyd, like how he bills it as that. Like, yeah, yeah, I that's mean, true. Do, do you really need to put that in there? Or like, yeah. I don't know, like, like you know. The creative genius of Pink Floyd. It's, a, it's so, <laughs> such a pretentious thing to say, right? Uh, the creative genius of Pink Floyd. Yeah. All right, anyway, check it out, rogerwaters.com. Yeah. All right, look at uh, Jack White looking like the evil guy on uh, yeah, he looks Roger like, Rabbit. Yeah, he looks he, like he's going to he dip you in a pile of, or uh, a barrel of goo. He does. He looks like the Suicide Squad Joker's Jared Leto's younger brother. If he was crossed with, what's that character from Roger Rabbit that I'm thinking of that's played by Christopher Lloyd? Oh, yeah. And he's, he's like crazy and his yeah, eyes go all, like and he has like these, yeah, he has these rubber gloves and he's going to. Yeah, and he's yeah. gonna put him in a thing of yeah. turpentine. Yeah, he does. He kind of looks like that a little bit. I, lo- I, I love that movie. You just brought back so much. That's a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, all right. So, all that aside, check this out. I thought this was a good call. This is a, a clip from a YouTube video. He actually put out a YouTube video, and it's on Third Man Records YouTube as well as Jack White's YouTube. If you want to check it out, it's a pretty cool kind of call to action, kind of calling out the major record labels, saying. Mm-hmm. What the hell are you guys doing? Because basically what the major record labels are doing is outsourcing all of the vinyl to either small boutique places like his record label yeah. or smaller ones, right? And it's getting overloaded. They're back ordered. Everything's bottlenecking right now. There's not enough vinyl plants. Vinyl had its biggest year in SoundScan history since the 90s last year. It's highest selling year ever since they've been keeping track of vinyl recordings. Yeah. Uh, so he has a good point. And he says, quote, with industry-wide turnaround times for vinyl being leaning towards the length of a human pregnancy, it's obvious in a world so contingent on being of the moment and time just right for a single album tour. Mm. These timelines are the killers of momentum, soul, artistic expression. Oh, excuse me. I got an update. What? <laughs> I got an update on my you Steam update thing. Update your Steam, buddy. Oh, yeah. It's like updating right now. Steamed so. hams. Steamed hams uh, from Seymour. Oh, yeah, you like that, right? Oh, yeah. That was a quick reference, and you got it just Aurora like that. Borealis. What? what? <laughs> in your kitchen. How does it? Centralized in your kitchen right now. Dude, Chris just blew my mind with that instant, like, instant oh, knowledge yeah, of man. that reference right there. Mm-hmm. The steamed ham, and it had nothing to do with the story. And I said steamed hams, and he immediately knew what oh, it was. I, I know, man. Brilliant. I, I, I love lo- it. I love it. Okay, so in this picture, I yes, Jack White. Yes, absolutely, 100%. Um, it's just crazy because those uh, those barrels behind him, that's the barrels of the dip. 
that they put that he put that cute shoe in and that, destroyed it. That's actually his hair dye, his blue hair. Is that what There's that just is? barrels of blue hair dye. Oh man! And he just dips his head in there every morning. And then he dips the tunes in there. He just and pulled, they're like, mama, 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 mama. yeah. He gives everybody a crazy look. Yeah, and he yeah. just goes off to his office. He doesn't say a word. No, that's, that's actually not true. But I think it's a good idea. He wants to create jobs in the U.S., and it's a viable Hell industry. Yeah. I think he has a good point. I has a great point. Absolutely. Build some vinyl plants because we all want vinyl records, and we all uh, you know, could use that extra help. So step it up. Plant. You know, ste- Yeah, step yeah, it up, uh, major labels. I'd totally do it. I would totally do it, too. Uh, and speaking of Jack White, he's doing this really cool thing with Prince's Estate where they're releasing a unreleased album from Prince. It's called Camille. Okay. And, and it was actually released as a bunch of singles, but now they're going to release it for the first time ever as a full album. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's going to be coming out. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a release date, but uh, it is going to be coming out on Third, uh, Third Man Records. They posted a bunch of singles on their YouTube channel, so Prince fans, check that out. Third Man Records always doing some pretty cool creative stuff. I love Prince. Uh, I'm actually a big fan. And Dolly Parton making some headlines in the rock world this week. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but she did something really cool that I wish a lot of other uh, musicians would do that get nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. She respectfully bowed out. She said, quote, I do hope that the rock and roll. Oh, she said, quote, let me start at the beginning. Even though I am extremely flattered and grateful to be nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't feel that I've earned that right. I really do not want votes to be split because of me, so I must respectfully bow out. Mm. I do hope that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will understand and be willing to consider me again if I'm ever worthy. This has, however, inspired me to put out a hopefully great rock and roll album at some point in the future. Yeah, that'd be dope. Which I have always wanted to do. Yeah, that'd be great. My husband is a total rock and roll freak and has always encouraged me to do one. I wish all of the nominees good luck and thank you again for the compliment, Rock On. Like, what an awesome lady, yes. uh, Dolly Parton. She got the nod from yeah, Nancy Wilson uh, from Heart. They took the time out to salute her for saying, quote, how classy. It's really cool for her to step down like that because the category is so broad. Yeah. Like, yeah. Diane Warwick is not a rock performer, yeah. and a lot of them are not, and they should be making different categories under the bigger Rock and Roll Hall of Fame moniker. Yeah. They should have a Country Hall of Fame, That's a true. Pop Hall of Fame. Rap Hall of Fame, Rock Hall of Fame. Yeah. I think that would be really smart if they started to do that because I got to vote for it like tomorrow. Yeah. And she said it's tough because Lionel Richie is in there, and if you try to narrow it to what rock really is, it excludes too many others. So I think she's a really class act to have done that. It makes me want to write a rock record with her. I should give her a call. She can do anything. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And, like, wouldn't it be awesome if, like, Jack White produced it? Oh, yeah. Get all these amazing things, put Dolly Parton's rock record out. Oh, that'd be dope. I, I that'd be that'd be so cool. I mean, they have a they have a very valid point here. Yeah. Why not open up open it up to different genres of music? Like, why not have a it's time to update it Hall of Fame? Like, yeah, why it's not? It's time to update it. Like, it, it seems like next year, like Josh from Blues Clues is going to be like <laughs> on the on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's like. What what are you guys doing? Just I get it. I get it because Well, he did collaborate with Foo Fighters on that one 2005 oh, yeah, yeah, song yeah, and now, now exactly. that's how he's eligible somehow. You know, I so get it. Dumb. I get it because rock and roll was used ambiguously for music back in the 80s and in the Yeah, MTV but it needs to be updated days. though. It needs to be updated. It, it, it's different. You, you can't have Dolly Parton in yeah. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when yeah. uh, bands like Judas Priest are still on the nominee list. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah doesn't make sense it's yeah it's very strange very strange uh all right so check this out 
Weezer, for Weezer fans, they just released a new single, and their album is coming out on Sunday, March 20th, and it's uh, one of four different ones. Let me close this out. Elden Ring is ready to launch. Oh, that's awesome. We'll be ready for next week for that. Oh, yeah. But Weezer's got a new single out. Their new album's coming out Sunday, March 20th. They're going to be on Jimmy Kimmel Live for like a little stint. I don't know how many days, but maybe a couple days, maybe the whole week. They're going to do like a different song and performance each day on the Jimmy Kimmel Live show next week. Uh, So there you go. Uh, I think this is the... (laughs) <laughs> There's a picture of Rivers yeah, Cuomo. Rivers Cuomo, yeah. It looks like it's an Elden Ring, actually, in he, the setting there. <laughs> he may he may be getting a little Roger Waters. Yeah, in a, in a way, huh? Uh, yeah. It's a little borderline a little pretentious. Bit. Yeah. A uh, picture of his own head there laying there. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that new album from Weezer is out on Sunday, and they're going to be doing uh, four of them this year. I wonder what his bandmates think. I don't know. They, they, like, might, they must just say, hey, to go for it, yeah, man. Just whatever. Yeah, they're Who like, cares, right? They're just collecting the check. Um, all right, so Muse also has uh, details, and they released this picture. I don't know if it's going to actually be the album artwork or something from a music video, but it's the same, same kind of deal. Oh, right? yeah, it like, is. It's, there's Matt Bellamy from Muse, and his yeah. face is like in stone like he's on Mount Rushmore. What is it with these guys, I, like, idolizing themselves? In a, I don't in know. Way? That's crazy. It's I mean, kind of weird. I didn't realize that. Look at that. Oh, yeah, it's it's it, it, it's very it's the creative mind behind Weezer. Yeah, Rivers right. Cuomo. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. It's just so Matt Bellamy, the only member of Muse. <laughs> He's uh, they're all coming out with their ninth studio album, uh, Muse, on August twenty sixth. Yeah. So cool. it says they about the new album. It says it was created quote in Los Angeles and London. And influenced by the increasing uncertainty and instability in the world. Oh, okay. So they talk about, you know, the pandemic, the protests, attempted insurrection, all this stuff, wildfires, natural disasters is kind of the inspiration for the album. Okay, all right. I like Muse. They're they're pretty fun to listen to. Yeah, the the new song, I will say, is one of their heaviest songs that we've played on on The Bear in a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I'm actually, you know, that one won't stand down. This one... It, oh okay. It, it's it's got a really heavy. It's probably some of the heaviest stuff Muse has ever done in nope. a good way. I'll, I'll I'll listen to it. I I, I like I like their Muse yeah. is definitely on my playlist. It's not bad. Uh, I don't know. I can't say the rest of the album. You know, I, I can't speak to that. But I like the, song number ten. The one song, <laughs> my fucking cat over there, like scratching. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is that sound? <laughs> Cat, I like dude. song number 10 on the album. What's Look at that. that. Yeah, what is yeah that we saying? are fucking fucked. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I thought that was funny too, right? I love that. They're just telling it like it is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there you go, Muse. Hats off to you. Uh, new stuff from the Killers. Nice. Killers going to be doing the deluxe version of their latest album with a live film that's going to be uh, released as well. It's called Notes from a Quiet Town, and they're going to release it exclusively on Facebook. So I don't know. It will oh. feature three stripped-back performances from the band. All right. So that's I, interesting, I guess. If you look anything like Jesus. <laughs> reference to their their lyrics there. Well, you know what? You know what? That that was an easy reference, but the the steam ham thing is still throwing me for a loop, man. The fact that you knew that <laughs> just like that. It's oh, one of those Def Leppard! Iconic phrases for me. Def Leppard. I know that a lot of our fan. I know that a lot of our our fans here are also fans of Def Leppard. Oh, huge, huge Lep fans. Huge, and I make fun of them all the time because it's fun. You know, like I I, I know that um, back in the '80s when I was a kid, and and the song "Pour Some Sugar on Me" made 
um, you know, huge, you know, huge, like it was huge, right, on MTV. Mm-hmm. And I remember still, at you know, uh, a kid, you know, getting into rock and roll and kind of listening to music. I still remember listening to the lyrics of that song and, and going like, what the fuck is going on? It's stupid as some of pour the dumbest some, lyrics. Pour some sugar on me in the name of love. I was like, so, what okay, is happening what here? What about this idea? Do you think Def Leppard fans could be considered lepers? Uh, like, like they're lepers, they have leprosy. Oh yeah, they can be like that's their slang. They're deaf people with leprosy. They're deaf that's people pretty, with leprosy. That's pretty crazy. Yep, and all and they all deaf have lepers, and all of their names start with a D. That would actually be a pretty good little cover band. Like instead of mm-hmm. Def Leppard, it's Def Lepers. Yeah, and you all have leprosy and you can't hear. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't think anyone would want to see that show though. That would be a horrible show to see. What does Def Leppard mean? Fans, get on our Facebook yeah, I and let us know what I it think means. they screamed in the ear of a, of a leopard for five hours straight. Is and that he, what it is? And he became deaf, and then they wrote you know a song about it. And that makes like, sense. Hey, let's name all let's name all band after that. Yeah. Isn't it? Uh, poor leopard is deaf. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, this oh deaf leopard. Yeah. Oh, well, you. but they have a new album. Let's out. get the rock. It's out called of here. Diamond Star Halos, and it's going to be coming out. On da, 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 May 27th. Look at that tour, though. Yeah, All a right, huge guys. tour. This is that stadium tour right. with Motley Crue, Poison, cool. Joan Jett. Uh, they're going to be coming around to California. And they're like, dates. what, early 80s? What's and that? they're still doing They're like, yeah, yeah, 80s? yes, yes. And they're still doing tours. Yeah. And they're actually headlining this one ahead of Motley Crue because they're in a better position performance-wise yeah. and, and um, music-wise than Motley Crue. I would go to see Joan Jett. And the black hearts. Yeah, definitely. That's mm-hmm. a good opener. That'd and then I go take a long bathroom break for these two bands <laughs> for like about three hours. And then I come back to see Def Leppard at least a little bit, close it out. Yeah, yeah. Because they could put on a good show. If and... Jason was here, though, he'd probably punch you in the yeah, face. Yeah, he right? would. He probably would. <laughs> but I just got to be honest. I don't want to see Vince Neil these days, man. Vince I don't Neil. think he can hang. Oh, uh, right now, Vince Neil is falling off the stage. <laughs> he, he, somewhere. Yeah. Actually, whenever a bell, whenever a bell rings. Vince Neil falls Aww. off a stage. Aww. Isn't it? All right, anyway. Isn't it? <laughs> Check this out. Hey, what's up, guys? Ooh. I'm Sammy Hickok. I got my new cocktail hits book, man, with a foreword by Guy Fieri. You won't believe what he has to say about me and my cocktails, man. Here I am making one on the stage. Look at that. That one's got a little bit of radiator fluid in there for a little bit of kick and a little bit of Cabo Wabo tequila. And uh, I pour it out of my old shoe in the glass. It gives, you, gives a little bit of funk there. <laughs> Sammy Hagar, I didn't think you wore shoes. I thought He's you already just gone. wore handles. He just disappeared. Or handle sandals. <laughs> he disappeared in a puff of beach sand. Where, I, where did he go? He I was just, just looking was at him. He was just here. All he left was his red sunglasses here. I, I wanted to ask him whether or not he could drive um, 56 miles an hour. <laughs> and, and he just... I don't know. You can't do it. Oh, we got a quote. Uh, Tommy, Jose would use their song to walk out to during their wedding. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's, yeah. All right. What song was it? Uh, Not Sammy Hagar. Is she talking about? I don't know. uh, She'll have to tell us. Motley Crue, Def Leppard. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. Def Leppard pours some sugar on me. Sammy Hagar. What what would would be this? Tequila. That's probably it. That's probably the song. (laughs) Moss tequila. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Eighty-five uh, personal favorites. Wow. Eighty-five drinks, yep. dude. Sammy Holy Hagar, shit. um, Sammy Hagar and Guy Fieri, uh, if they came together 
Pour some they, sugar on me. Yeah, she and, said. Yeah, that's, if, that's the song. Was it pour yeah. some sugar on me? <laughs> In the name of love. <laughs> Sammy Hagar, Guy Fieri, if they came together and had a child, it would be Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Would it now? It would. Wow. A coke-fueled Ellen DeGeneres. That can make cocktails. That can make cocktails. Uh, he says, uh, you know, all this shit. He's just like, uh, check it out. It's going to be the only book you're ever going to need if you want to make cocktails, I oh, guess. So. Okay, so no shit, though. Sammy Hagar and Guy Fieri have an awesome interview with Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Oh, really? Yeah, it's awesome. great. It's, it's, you can look it up and on Sammy's YouTube. Sammy's a great guy. Sammy's, yeah. a, Sammy's yeah. He's a, awesome. a, a cool-ass dude. He really is. Yep. So that's, that's cool for him. He's got and the shows coming up here. I didn't think Guy Fieri was cool at all. In fact, I thought he was a total <laughs> tool. Uh, so you, you seem know, kind of out of context like, of the show, right? Until, yeah, until yeah, I saw him. He's a, yeah. a pretty decent dude. It's like, all right, cool. Sammy Hagar's on tour as, as well with The Circle, which is badass band with Michael Anthony and a bunch of other great guys. Uh, George Thorogood and the Ooh, Destroyers. Okay. They're, they're going to be at the Shoreline in Mountain View on oh, September okay. 9th for us here in California, as well as Irvine uh, down south in L.A. That so sounds fun. check it out. All right, so fun. this was kind of funny this week. For the first time in 30 years, this Nirvana track has made its way onto the rock charts. Uh, the track Something in the Way mm. earned 3.1 million on-demand streams. In the first four days of the Batman's movie release, okay, it's 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 featured prominently in the film in kind of a scene, and they kind of do it. And a, bo- a lot of the kids probably never heard the song before. Oh yeah, oh Nirvana, something in the way. Yeah, oh, what is that? Have you heard that new song by that band Nirvana? Yeah, that's like a deep cut, bro. Oh, you my. never hear that one. Oh, my God. Uh, so anyway, so <laughs> I thought this was stupid though. The director goes, uh, Matt Reeves. He said he listened to a lot of Nirvana music while making the movie. And he says that Bruce Wayne and Kurt Cobain were similar. I'll read it like a, a cool dude would say. He's, he says, oh, shit, I thought that I had the quote. Oh, he, he talks about okay. it. He's like, I'll tell oh, you. they were both, like, you know, troubled and, you know, had problems. I'll tell you what. <laughs> okay, I love Nirvana, right? I love the Batman. Oh, both were addicts. I love Batman. There we go. Um, I I fully 100% believe, 100% believe that they were in no way fucking shape or form. <laughs> they were both addicts. remotely close together. That's what he says, because they were both addicts. Oh, that's interesting. I don't remember Bruce Wayne being an addict, though, in any other kind of adaptation of that. Is that in the lore, that Bruce Wayne was an addict? No. I've, I've read all kind kinds of, of uh, addicted, addicted to... Um, Addicted to affection that's ripped away from him in in a horrible uh, al- a horrible accident in an alley, maybe. Yeah, but I don't remember Not, it being a drug addict. Yeah. Or anything. Anyway, so huh. it's it's doing really well. It's on the charts now. And addicted to pain. <laughs> uh, and th- this was a side article, but it coincided with Nirvana, just saying basically Nirvana and Pearl Jam uh, is basically the hottest stuff in the. Um, the collectibles market from that era right now. So hot right now. This Rockaway Records in Silver Lake, this guy was doing an interview and he was talking about it. He says, it kind of reminds me of how quick the Beatles, Rolling Stones, Elvis sold back 34 years ago. Mm. He says, I just can't keep it in stock. And Pearl Jam is only number two for collectibles. A Nirvana collection would do even better. I'm paying ridiculous money for stuff and it seems there's no limit. There's stuff going up quicker than just about anybody. You know, grunge and punk stuff is doing really well too the punk stuff is going up crazy as well Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, Nirvana okay. I think they're the big four so if you guys got a collection of some of those shirts maybe 
some posters. Oh, God, this is making me so angry. Original record pressings, buttons, to, cool shit like that. Man, That's going for big money right now. I used to have all kinds of stuff like that. I know, right? All those original shirts that were like that you could yeah. like do the mail order ones from the magazines. Yeah. And you can get all those shirts. Those shirts are like big money right now. So big time. Original Green Day and Nirvana ones. Uh, yeah, they're all trying to repress them. All right, anyway, so if you got that collection, check it out. Look at Sharon's uh, mini books that she's already done. Mm. Survivor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. Unbreakable. Extreme. Oh, I'll kiss yeah. my doggy. Revenge. Revenge. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you, Ozzy. My first book was called Survivor. <laughs> my second book was called Unbreakable. So now my she's third got. Book was called Extreme. <laughs> my last book. Revenge. She's got uh, four books out already, and she's got a new book called Coming Home. Yeah. And in this fourth one... That's the most unique title of all of her books. I know. It sounds the most uh, just normal, yeah. really. Mama, These I'm other Coming ones. Home? <laughs> right? Uh, and it, that may be a reference to that song, because supposedly Mama, I'm Coming Home is about her. It's oh, not yeah. actually about his mom. It's about her. And he, that's his nickname for. Okay. So anyway, uh, but it's apparently doesn't show Ozzy in a very good light. Uh, it says in this fourth installment of her autobiography, she details some of the hardest years she's experienced: the anguish of a broken marriage, Ozzy's infidelities, the constant specter of drug abuse, the loss of friends, and betrayal of colleagues in her ongoing battles with mental health crises. So it sounds kind of like a lot of shit going on in this one. Oh, you know what? Actually, the title Coming Home makes perfect sense now. Yeah? Because the song, you know, like Mama, I'm Coming Home, mm-hmm. like it, it, maybe it was kind of like a little bit of an Aussie metaphor from his, his uh, craziness that he was doing, and then he'd come back to Sharon. Right. And so, like, coming she home. She was like sense. a mother figure to yeah. him in a way that would keep him in line. Yeah. And Mama, I'm Coming Home was his kind of thing to her, you know? Yeah, but, you know, just, just, uh, just random random shout out um uh there to uh psychiatry um any grown man who calls his wife mama or mother like mike pence is very strange and you need to go very see true. a therapist could be a british like thing now yeah well bird. mike pence isn't isn't british no. and he calls his wife that mother. dude's a straight up weirdo yeah he's like mother could i have some more milk mother? that guy is like the dude norman bates on psycho oh yeah yeah, yeah. that exactly. would have his mother yeah. preserved in a fucking room upstairs yeah and still uh pour tea down her skull fucking bone and the tea's pouring out her fucking jaw yeah i, w- I would never look at like my wife and be like uh, hey, what's going on? You want to go out for hey, mama for mom something, mama? <laughs> That's just weird. That's fucking weird. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Hey, you're doing it right now. Weird. Man, don't Look do at it. this great photo I found. Ah, uh, nice photo. Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan. We we honor you, Corgan. We Corgan. honor you, Corgan. Corgan. <laughs> We bring you blood and sacrifices, Corgan. Are you pleased, Corgan? <laughs> William Corgan, Nosferatu, Lord we, of the we Night. We present this on your birthday, <laughs> Corgan. Taylor Swift's father. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Billy Corgan is 55 today, ladies and gentlemen. Look That's at right. his expression on his face. When this is the most recent photo. playing guitar. He's lost right a lot there. of weight since these days, huh? Yeah. Those were some dark days for him. Yeah, that was his kingpin. That was his kingpin days. <laughs> That's when he was fighting uh, Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Like a rat in a cage. 
it's despite all his rage. Uh, all Happy right. birthday, Billy Corgan. Uh, Corgan. He's, he's going to be on tour. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, this, what is it? Uh, April 30th kicks off in Memphis. A um, couple dates in California. Uh, Redondo Beach, Santa Barbara. Some interesting love, shows there. Love Santa Barbara. Uh, Beach Best Life Town in the World. That's right. That's that... That's a newer one, uh, that Beach Life Festival. I love Redondo Beach, too. It's it's so really cool. cool, man. Santa Barbara and Redondo, yeah, I mean, those are that's, so that's cool. Beautiful. cool places. Beautiful time of the year, too. Yep. Uh, so there you go. All right, Rock Birthdays. Take it away, Charles. Wolfgang Van Halen. He Mam- turns into a wolf, uh, supposedly. WBH. He does. At, every night at midnight. You know what? He not only does it turn into a wolf, but he turns into a gang. He turns into a gang, a gang of, wolves. of wolves. A gang of wolves. He does. That's how he gets his name. Uh, right. Which, which you guys, uh, you know how they talk about like a flock of seagulls and stuff like that. Do you know that a, a pack of wolves is called a gang? It's of actually wolves? a gang of wolves, right? Yeah, or a wolf gang. It's a gang of wolves, isn't it? <laughs> he is thirty-one <laughs> years young. He's a young dude. He is. He's a young dude. Amazing performer. Awesome rocker. Uh, Nancy Wilson, singer, guitarist. He's a magic man. Heart. The Love Mongers. Ex-wife of director Cameron Crowe. Never heard of that group. Uh, the, the Love, Love Mongers. Mongers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were interesting. A, they were a short-lived group. I think they were on they, tour with uh, Cocaine Crosby. They the, were. And the, uh, and the Love Mongers. And the Love Mongers. Yeah. yeah. And all they did she was She was just, married to Cameron Crowe? No yeah, shit. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Cameron, Cameron Crowe, right? Murder of Crows, burritos. That's right. That's right. Murder of Crows and Gang of Wolves. That's right. Murder of Crows, Gang of Wolves. I love it. Isn't it? Oh, isn't it? Uh, Melissa Altifmar, musician. <laughs> uh, Hole. The original Hole? Was she originally yeah. in Hole? Yeah. With Courtney Love? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. She looks... Is that is that her a picture like now? I think it's um, probably a little dated. Oh, I, I, can't, okay. I can't say that that's a new photo, but she does look similar. Yeah, she looks great. She for, looks great yeah. for her age. Uh, Smashing Pumpkin. Uh, it's, it's the same. Uh, she has the same birthday as Billy Corgan, and she was in the Smashing Pumpkins before DRC. Wait, Billy Corgan is only fifty? Or yeah, but they have the same actual birth date. Oh, birth date. Yeah, okay, gotcha. he's fifty-five, but yeah, she's fifty. Yeah, they have the uh, same day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I love. I think it's funny that her name is Uf de Mar, and her band Uf de Mar is just an M A R instead of an M A U R. Right. Why not just put the U in there? Yeah, yeah. You, and you're listening, Melissa. I know she loves the show. So what's up with that? Yeah, we, what's up with that? We talked. Yeah, what's up with that? What's up with that? <laughs> what's <laughs> We need a saxophone dude and a, a yeah. running man guy. We need to step it up around here. What's up with that? All right, anyway. Uh, John Sebastian looking real cool. He's just hey. like, he's hey like, guys. Hey. By the way, I'm, I'm just here in this empty room with my guitar. I'm 78. I'm the former leader. I'm not even a musician. I'm a leader of the Love and Spoonful. He's like the leader of <laughs> the, a cult. the cult. That's the, 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 the cult of Love and Spoonful. Spoonful. Come with us down to the Love and Spoonful. We'll teach you how to make love. That's teach actually you how to do tantric positions. Lo- for love and Spoonful hours. is actually a reference to, to heroin. Uh, that's what Spoonful, uh, like when they were singing about the, the, the old blues song, Spoonful. No. Uh, was about uh, doing heroin because it was like you know, men, some men cry about it, some men Makes lie sense. about it. 
uh, do anything for a spoonful, and that was a spoonful of heroin. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, also, fun fact: a uh, spoonful of sugar is also a song about heroin. Yeah. Uh, the Mary Poppins, she was a heroin addict. <laughs> spoonful of sugar. She got those kids all fucking smacked out. So a spoonful of sugar. Spoonful of heroin. She's like. Keeps you paralyzed for life. Paralyzed like, for life. She's like. Spoonful of sugar. <laughs> now, children, you need to find the right thing here. Which one's the one that pops up? Okay. Oh, Walter Perizider. Uh, Fred, him get yep, down. That is Fred Durst's father, by the way. Uh, is, is it now? Really? Saxo- yep. Yeah, you can tell by the shirt. That is an interesting shirt, too, by the way. Saxophonish. It looks like it has his name on the shoulders or something. 77. Uh, yeah, it does. He. It looks like that shirt was made specifically for him. Um <laughs> By the, I think that was made from Elven children. It was. It was made during his stint at the Love and Spoonfuls <laughs> commune. <laughs> oh yeah, yep, yeah. That's stage five of Love and Spoonfuls. Uh, Spoonfuls journey. You get that gear. Yeah, absolutely. It is definitely knitted together with paper clips. <laughs> Harold Brown, What's drummer up, from War. He looks, uh, he looks very cool in this picture. He's like he cool, is man. just hey. the chillest person ever. Like I just want to buy you a beer just from looking at this picture. I mean, he they are from War. That they have the song "Why Can't We Be Friends." I mean, that dude. That's it. He probably wrote the song from the band. Yep, yep. Because he looks like that type of dude. War. <laughs> Good God. All right. Shit. Uh, all right. <laughs> Fuck that up. That's all right. right. In 1968, let's get to some trivia, guys. This guitarist is profiled in Life magazine, which calls him the most spectacular guitarist in the world. Pretend like you didn't see who it was. <laughs> was it A, Jimi Hendrix, B, Jimmy Page, was it C, Eric Clapton, or D, a Cokefield David Crosby strumming a cigar box made? <laughs> what did I put here? Strumming a cigar box made with old shoestrings and chicken wire. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. That could have been it. I mean, that's pretty spectacular as well. Yeah, so. that was that was uh, that was he was that whole album that he made during that period was like the um, the inspiration for Brushy One String. Brushy old Brushy One String. Old brushy One String, who actually is a legitimate person. Like you should check him out. Brushy One One String. He just plays a guitar with one string. It's it's actually quite interesting. Really? I swear to God, that's actually <laughs> real. Like I make so much stuff up here, but that's actually yeah. You can um, the, the time that you're saying the truth yeah, on, on somebody it, named br- <laughs> Brushy One String. I don't believe actually, you, Charles. It's actually real. <laughs> I don't uh, believe he, you. He's on a uh, he's on a NPR's the little room or whatever. Little yeah, like you check it out. Debo here. says. I'm going to go with D-L-M-A-O, pretending <laughs> I didn't see the answer. I'll do better on the next one. We have another trivia coming up. I'm trying to give it away. David Crosby is strumming a cigar box guitar made with all... Okay, so I already know what the answer is, but just because, I'm going to go with D, too. D- just go with D, right? We just D. need to go. We just need to hold hold out hope. But it was actually, of course, oh, Jimi Hendrix. Oh, nice. Jimi Hendrix, this week in 1968, is profiled on Life magazine, which calls him the most spectacular guitarist in the world. Mm-hmm. Definitely at that time, I think that was true. Uh, and maybe there's some other guitarists that kind of, you know, hold that uh, whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, same level of talent, but dude was awesome. Yeah, All right. flawless. Let's uh let's go on to some more trivia, all right? This week in 1958, 
Recording Industry Association of America certified the first gold record. Okay? It was from this artist on RCA Victor Records. Who was it? Was it A, Elvis Presley, B, Perry Cuomo, C, Jerry Lee Lewis, or was it D, David Crosby and the Peruvian Rat Pack, a giant pack of actual rats and one large bag of Peruvian flake cocaine live on a stage in a cage? Hmm, like a rat in a cage? It, I think this is where actually Billy Corgan got the inspiration mm-hmm. for that song. The, well, the original song A young lyrics, William Corgan was in the crowd at this he show. He was. The original lyrics went, um, Despite all my rage, I am just a Peruvian rat pack, a giant pack of actual rats, <laughs> and one large bag of Peruvian flake cocaine live in a stage. Yeah, those were the, yeah it just didn't work, though. Yeah. Timing-wise. I said in a stage. <laughs> uh, I So I... Okay, so I would say D because it just sounds so cool. What is our what is our our fans saying? This say, D both uh, say in C C. Um, okay, Jerry Lee Lewis is a good guess. All Jerry these Lee artists Lewis. were like number one artists at the time. I I, I I'm probably gonna go with Elvis Presley and only just because Elvis Presley. I guess just because Elvis. Because yeah, we got Jerry Lee Lewis. We got yeah. guesses for Elvis. Uh, all right, so let's let's reveal I who it is. Perry, I bet it's Perry Cuomo, just because he's just the most random. Oh yeah, look at it that! It is Perry Cuomo's look at that. Um, "Catch a Falling Star." Yeah, he looks 1958, like, first official gold record. He looks like George Costanza with hair. <laughs> <laughs> Clean cut George with uh, a nice haircut. Yep, before the Seinfeld days. Yeah, yeah. Burritos thought Elvis too. Uh, no, it's Perry yeah. Cuomo. Yeah, Perry Como or whatever. I would have thought it was Elvis. I keep but saying Cuomo, but it's Como. That's funny because because usually I'm like I'm gonna go with the person who's like not the person I think, and then it turns out you know. But this time I should have gone with Perry Como. Yeah, he was a trick answer there. Uh, yeah. but it, he was officially the first ever gold record uh, on on file. So All there right, you go and and that and that shows you how important gold records are. Because everybody knows the music of Perry Como. Right. Everybody knows, Except right? Except for Remember me and you song? and everyone else I know. No. I have no idea Perry Cuomo, Como song. Yeah. Keep saying Cuomo. All right. Let's move on. Another Who one. Cuomo. This is, a, I know that's why. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Perry, Perry Cuomo. Another Perry first Cuomo. for the um, recording industry for Billboard magazine beginning their uh, top albums chart. It began this week in 1945, mm. the very first year they did it. So, what was the first number one album when they did this? Hmm. Who was it from? Not a rock and roller. Was it A, Louis Armstrong, B, Benny Goodman, C, Nat King Cole, or was it maybe D, David Crosby's satanic ragtime cocaine jug band and mobile moonshine distillery? Oh, I love that part of David Crosby's life. Yeah, I mean. And his music was, he was so epic. I mean, he must have been a child at this time in 1945. No, 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 no. But still, he was on the road doing this satanic rag- ragtime cocaine jug band. Oh, no, no, no. He was, he was as old as he is now. And oh, he, is and he? And he still had that giant Wilford Brimley mustache. Um, but he was, uh, he, he was as old as he is now. But at the same time, he was only five years old. It's really weird. That's it's crazy. Really, yeah. So he had like um, progeria. Yeah, it's all the ragtime cocaine jug band juice. Right. Well, makes. it was the satanic yeah. part of it that I think yep. kept his youth. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I would go with David Crosby's satanic rag, ragtime cocaine jug band and mobile moonshine distillery, uh, which sounds great actually as a drink. 
<laughs> I think that's games? actually in Guy Fieri's uh, 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 Sammy Hagar's new cookbook. Oh yeah, for his uh, oh, cocktails. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's it actually is. a drink. Yeah, in Sammy Hagar's cocktail book. I think that we should actually make a drink called that. Um, Debo's go with Nat King Cole. Burrito says Nat King Cole as well. Oh uh, yeah, I what would say Louis Armstrong. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> good. That was a really good Louis Armstrong. <laughs> But I'm gonna say Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole as yeah. well. Okay, everybody's going Nat King Cole. Well, you guys know what you're talking about. Nat King Cole trio with Oscar Moore nice. and Johnny Miller. This is a repress, but this was basically the album of that time, uh, 1945, 1946. Uh, this this was they were the they were the hot band, man. Like they were the biggest one of the biggest bands in the world. Look at that. That's crazy. So, it's crazy That's how so far cool. music's come and just kind of the way everything's. Uh, come from there but yeah so they were the first ever uh in 1945 the first number one album on the billboard charts nice so that's nat king cole so there you go some cool fun trivia for you guys uh all right so we got a couple more little fun articles here i thought this was hilarious no look at that guy check it out getty lee from rush is gonna star on canadian tv's murdoch mysteries which airs on march 21st and here's Getty Lee from the set of Murdoch Mysteries. Uh, the storyline follows the mystery of a murdered blues saxophonist mm. whose death was seemingly foretold in vivid detail through the lyrics of a song. Okay. Lee is part of a subplot playing a carriage driver who's transporting Lee character William Murdoch and his pregnant wife. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. It's kind of cool, right? Yeah. I thought that was neat. And so. apparently he starts playing the bass. And yeah, he's real playing high the bass pick. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, who murdered who? <laughs> uh, Light the candle. Oh, shit. Uh, good stuff, man. Getty Lee, you know, maybe this is something he's always wanted to do now that they're not do- touring so much and yeah. passing a Neil Peart. Maybe he's starting to finally do some things like acting and, yeah, the, yeah. you know, so good for he's him. And out. I got to say, he looks perfect the part for he like does. an old 1800 carriage driver. Yeah, he That does. almost looks like what he was reincarnated yeah, maybe from yeah. or something or He's got that history in his family lineage. Yeah, he comes was, from a long yeah. line of, of carriage drivers. Maybe he was never ever meant to be the singer and bass player for Rush. And yeah, he was always. And maybe that's meant why his voice really driver. just yeah doesn't fit. Yeah, kinda. that's right. I'm a carriage driver. Yeah, exactly. He needs to do a carriage driver yeah. song now. Get in my car, pay the fee, whip the horse. <laughs> All right. Anyway, you hear about this with Netflix. They're doing this new is fee. Is this the uh, fee thing for extra users? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. So yeah. they're, they're testing this in Costa Rica, Chile, and Peru, mm. but they're uh, going to start this in the United States. Uh, it's going to charge primary account holders two ninety nine to create new profiles with their own login, passwords, and recommendations for mm. additional users. So this stuff's going to kind of go away. What do you think of that? I think it's just it's. We talked about this matter years of, ago. Matter of time before yep. they did this, right? Years ago, back when we were um, the Garage Rock Show, we were chilling at your other house, and I specifically remember we were talking yeah. about ne- the Netflix fee going up for like a dollar. Yep. And we were just kind of like consistently. Yeah. Now yeah. it's now it's fifteen bucks, and now they're like, you want to create, you want to have your friends signed in. Now you got to pay two ninety nine extra for that for each person. So. We we pay honestly for our internet at our house. We pay like two hundred goddamn dollars for our internet, and they have like twenty channels on Xfinity. 
and you <laughs> cannot watch Xfinity, the Xfinity channels out of the house. Yeah. That and we pay no, all pay of extra that. For that. Yeah, so fifteen bucks for Netflix and all the content that they have. Honestly, they're we're I mean it's 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 they're not still a big one deal. of the main ones, right? You, yeah, you still who watch cares? Them. Yeah. yeah, there's so many options out there, who cares? Just I guess if you want if if your sister's brother's cousin wants to borrow your password, and two ninety nine is not a big deal. Yeah, for somebody that's already broke or yep. whatever, I mean that's not a big deal. Yeah, just just they can you'll pay for their password, and what they can do is they can subscribe to Rock News Weekly. <laughs> there you go for just a dollar more. That'll go up to four ninety nine. I predict. Yeah, by, by ne- the end of next year. Oh yeah, that'll be four ninety nine. That'll keep going up anyway. It, it's gonna happen. So you guys, if any of you right. are complaining about it, just Get over it and get a get job. Over it. Yeah, whatever. Sell some crack. Do something. So, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe don't do that, but <laughs> sell something. Uh, all right, check this out. Chippy. Chippy. Have you heard about Chippy? It's a tortilla-making robot. Oh, nice. And he, they made some headlines because they're they're intentionally programming this to make inconsistent chips so they feel like more like they were made by a person. El Chippy. So Chipotle VP of Culinary said, quote, everyone loves finding a chip with a little more salt or an mm. extra hint of lime. To ensure we don't lose the humanity behind our culinary experience, we trained Chippy extensively to ensure the output mirrored on our current product, yeah. delivering subtle variations in flavor. So what do you think about that? Uh, uh, that is A, that is hilarious. Kind of creepy as well. Uh, B, it's super creepy. <laughs> C, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, because seriously, like the well, reason why. So there many, goes a job. Well, there goes a job, I Charles. Mean, look at that. That could have been a good paying, good paying job and it's out the door. <laughs> the chippy is stealing everything. Uh, you know, you know what? So <laughs> it, here, here's the, the funny thing. So I, I'm going to really, I'm going to blow your guys' minds right now. So. So places like McDonald's and Taco Bell, uh, Burger King, uh, even Chipotle, whatever. So for the past, you know, how many, you know, 50, 60 years, a lot of these people have been in existence. Centur- been, they, centuries. I think it's they, like 500 years. They, five, McDonald's four been around since years. 1400s. Here is the deal. This is how they've been able to maintain for so long. They developed something called standardization. Every Taco Bell right. burrito that you get has the exact same amount of sauce, the exact same amount of cheese. Because if you go to Texas it, right? and you go to California, you, you want it to be the same product. It's always going to be the same. So here, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys, like, nobody gives a shit about the chip with the extra stuff. But you want it to be unique. Uh, but it, it, Come on. And this is what's funny is they're pro- Chippy's going to do it. They're programming this robot to be unique, and this robot's like... And I know. Look, look what he says. <laughs> a little bit of humanity. I it's know. like I know what you want on your chip. Why am a I purposely making this mistake? Yes, every five chips you want an extra chip. This is like the beginning of the robot takeover. Hear me. This is the beginning of the robot takeover right now. Like the beginning of the Matrix. The beginning of uh, Terminator. Um, it's you know I kind of uh, like order this five five one four six. I like robots doing all this like nonsense work. Like yeah. we can do the real important shit. They can make chips. Yeah, just one extra chip for every ten chips. It's like more salt, and then just mm, mm, it's mm, just mm, one mm, random mm. chip yeah. that's totally covered in salt and cut wrong. Yeah, yeah, and soaked in lime juice. <laughs> if people everything really, else yeah. is normal, just one chip's all just totally wrong. I hope that people <laughs> actually give a shit about one odd chip in their chip because honestly like i don't 
No. If it's just everything that's looks a exactly the thing. same. That's yeah, a corporate whatever. thing. They're trying to yeah. be uh, – as a sign of the times of trying to be a little um, yeah. hip hip about it, like trying to be like you can't tell it's made by a robot. Yeah. It's not yeah. uniform. It has character, it has personality, character. right? Yeah. has character. has personality. It wasn't made by a robot. Right, yeah. It wasn't made. But you it did, was. You did not see We're us. fooling all we of you. We were not here. All right. Oh, oh! Before we leave, I need to give a shout out. Shout out time. Yeah, because I've been trying to give some Do shout it. outs to people. So we got a uh, we got a, a a listener of the podcast that I work with, and his son uh, Judah Hart is this kick ass guitarist and drummer. Oh, awesome! Um, and I I I'm trying to uh, I think his band. He's got a band called uh, oh, like fuck. The Sound Playground. Don't. Beat me up if I get this wrong. I think it's one we got to get it. Playground. We got to get it queued up yeah. for next time. One's called Petty Theft, uh, and I've seen them live a couple of times, and they rock. He is a huge fan of Dave Mustaine and Megadeth uh, in rock in general. He is an awesome little guitarist, and I guarantee, fifteen years from now, ten years from now, five years from now, you're going to see Judah Hart um, on stage, uh, and you're going to be like, "Oh man, I knew that kid." Uh, that's yeah, awesome it's, it's it's pretty impressive so just shout out to judah and drew uh you guys are doing great work i gotta um, say when i when i googled petty theft band yeah that tom petty's tribute to tom petty and the heartbreakers what it, they're called petty theft I, I i will go single-handedly kick their ass for you <laughs> judah i will find them and i will destroy them destroy them pettytheftrocks.com I, I think for them i think maybe even their their name is like petty petty theft but i'm i'm not 100% sure i've seen them i've seen them on the videos it's pretty dope no that's and cool he's a talented I'm dude just man a hard time. he's a talented dude that's cool yeah so shout out to them man keep rocking uh hopefully we'll be able to talk about you in 5 years that's right on this podcast and keep um, us updated with all your new music and if you want to debut stuff here you know we can uh, play especially if you're an up and coming band, we can play stuff that's not DMCA regulated. If yeah. you have an underground band or your own band, and you want, would like us to feature your music, maybe on the intros or outros of the episode, yeah, and we'll give you a shout out. Hell, why not? I don't care. Yeah, uh, d- hook me up. Uh, send send us a, an email to it's rocknewsweekly at gmail dot com. Just very simple, rocknewsweekly at gmail dot com. Yeah, uh, you guys can send us an email. Uh, if you guys got a band out there, you want us to play something, we'll do our best to do it. Yeah. I can't promise you anything, but we'll do our best, all right? Yep. Check it out, rocknewsweekly.com. Of course, on nine different platforms, however you get it every week, every week uh, watch us when you, we go live at twitch.tv slash rocknewsweekly. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Videos, promos, all that good stuff's up every week. If you enjoyed our episode, if you're listening via the podcast, please rate our podcast however you're listening in the Apple, Google stores. Maybe you're listening on uh, Amazon Audible. Help us get propagated and recommend to other people by giving us a, a whatever star rating you feel is appropriate. We do appreciate it, guys. Thank you for tuning in every week. We'll see you next week. Have a good one, all right? Peace. Peace. Have a good one, guys. Have a good rest of your weekend, and we will see you next time, all right? Get out of here. Get on out get of here. Get out of here.